It's six o'clock. It's time for the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio.fm. Thanks for tuning in live or listening on the podcast. We've got a bunch of comedians all very excited to do their jokes and have other people actually pay attention to them and give them comments and cool stuff. It's going to be a fun time. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, hey, comedians out there, at three minutes, you get the. You get the horn. That's a full minute. You have a full minute from there. Don't, like, cut it. Just take your minute. Like, you know, learn what a minute feels like if you're new. If you're old, you're like, ugh, what the fuck are you honking me for? I try to honk on a punchline, though, so I won't fuck you up. Yay! Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, the, the microphones are all about for you to make comments on each other's sets. And the joke workshop is only as good as you are. So please pay attention and take notes and be cool to your fellow comedians. If you're going to feed them a shit sandwich, make the bread taste good. A nice brioche bun toasted on the top. Your first comedian of the night. Put your hands together all the way from like Napa or some shit. It's Mike Nordstrom. Just anything past the bridge is like, who gives a shit, right? What a gross place. I'm not tough, because I'm not from a tough place. I'm not. Like, where are you from, a man? The only audience member. India? That sounds pretty fucking tough. How many syllables are in India? Two. India. That was a fuck. That's a tough. If you're from a place that has two syllables, you're tough as shit. It's only right. Compton, Waco, Texas, tough places. Two syllables. I'm from Lagunitas. Does not sound tough. Not at all. It just sounds like a town filled with a bunch of people just eating opiates all day and weaving baskets. Not tough. And I don't sound tough. Like, I don't know tough things to say in situations. Like, some guy bumped into me at the bar the other day. He's like, what's up, uh, dildo face? I don't know what to say, but I had to, you know, conserve my manliness. I had to make some kind of presence known. I'm like, what's up, dude? If this has to come down to blows right now, if this has to come down to blows right now, I don't give a shit. I will fucking blow you anywhere, anytime, motherfucker. I will blow you right here, right now. Walmart, bathroom, Denny's parking lot, my place. He beat the shit out of me. Um, he was from Orange County, which doesn't sound tough, but they're poor there, so it evens out. It evens out. I went to school in, like, San Anselmo, and our school mascot was the pirate, which is, like, a cool-sounding mascot, but they had to connect... Pirates with everything we did, which got a little weird. Like, they made an anagram which each letter of the word related to something else. So it was P for passion, I for integrity, R for respect, A for acceptance, T for truth, E for excellence, S for satisfaction. And... I don't think they know what pirates are. Like, that's not even fucking close to what a pirate is. So I made my own anagram. It was like P 
They're passionate. All right, say what you will about pirates, but they're passionate people. I left Captain Phillips with inspiration. That Somali pirate loved his job, and it could tell. I, le- I left, Le- and I brought that same kind of intensity to my job, folding pants at Tilly's. So P, passion. I. What's fucking I for? Hold on. Hold on. I for enraged. Because they're angry. Yeah. That's, all right. R for rape. Sorry, say we were about pirates, but they're fucked up. They're raping everybody. It's just what they do. They're not talking about that shit in Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, A, um, Aztec gold. Uh, one thing Pirates of the Caribbean got right, pirates love Aztec gold. T, teeth. They got fucked up teeth. Uh, R, wait, no, fuck. What's after T? E, for enormous ships. An S for scurvy. I don't know how to end that joke. But guys, thank you so much. Mike Nordstrom, yay! And then yay, yep, yep. Mics are live. You get to make comments. What would you do? Uh, I'm from Lagunitas. I'm from a beer that hipsters drink. Fair enough? Okay. Yeah, you said uh, Orange County, and I think you should be like Orange County. Two syllables. They're tough there. I thought that's what you know. Your intensity was hard to beat. That was great. Uh, And you were talking about intensity and being very intense, and I liked that. And then you did an oblique rape joke, which I enjoyed so much, because you just like threw it in on the sly. And it totally worked. It was like, it was like a good throwaway. Like, uh, I have other things written down here, but I I can't. It says good stuff with oblique rape joke. (laughs) That's that's what that says. You got to make a statement. (laughs) Hey, uh, great performance, especially getting up the energy to start. Um, I think there's probably like a lot more you can do with the pirates and like of the kind of cheers they can have about like pillaging. I mean, it's like, the acronym is cool, but I feel like there's a, you like obviously pointed out the sort of contrast of like pirates and it's like, you need like sort of sweet saccharine school spirit and cheerleader. And then you have this like history of like kidnap, rape and pillaging. Yeah. So there's like the acronym is like fun, but I bet you could just visualize. I don't, I mean, I don't know how, if that's actually true, but just visualizing like all the, the team stuff that you can do to just um, make that world yeah. kind of crazier. Yeah, the contrast. Yeah. Other comics for Mike Nord- Put your hands together, everybody, for Mike Nordstrom! <laughs> Your next comedian, he is, a, hey, he's a savior of Mutiny Radio. He, absolutely. He, uh, he holds it down. He's... <laughs> Wow. You know, I, I'm really excited. Before before I announce your next comedian, I'm going to say I would like to, in, in March, I would like to have Mutiny Radio have the uh, San Francisco's Sexiest Male Comic Comedy Show. I'd like to have it. I'd like to have comics apply with pictures. <laughs> and then we're going to put them on like a survey monkey and people will vote and there'll be 12 beautiful boys of all ages and i know i know that your next comedian i feel like he's gonna win we're gonna make a calendar after i'm doubling down 
He's going to win the top hottest, sexiest comedian. Put your hands together, everybody. <laughs> it's Matthew Quirk. Thanks for coming to my three mics, guys. That one doesn't work. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my three mics. It'd have been funnier if I was there. See, that's the mic I'm going to complain about millennials. That's the mic where I'm going to give you news updates, and that's the mic where I gloat about being the hero of Muni Radio. Uh, anyway, so uh, can you believe they are still like the bathroom of your birth laws in this country? There's the legislative and judicial systems of this country are still trying to decide where trans people are going to the bathroom. I mean, have they just been holding it this whole time? What's the deal? Anyway, I think if our founding fathers were to look upon this bathroom discussion we're having, they would say, you guys have indoor plumbing? So did you guys hear about the guy who took a shit in the uh, Safeway, the aisle at Safeway over at the marina? Took a dump right there in the... You know, to be fair to that guy, the bathroom said that they were for customers only. <laughs> Didn't say nothing about the aisles. <laughs> aisles are open season. Anyway, I think if our founding fathers were to read that sign, they would say, you guys have indoor plumbing? So they're going to open the BART bathrooms that have been closed since 9-11. And I think if you take a good look at the shitscape that we're living in in this city, uh, the terrorists won, right? The terrorists have won. Anyway, I think if our founding fathers were to look upon the BART system, they would say, you guys have indoor plumbing? <laughs> so uh, Trump is getting himself impeached, right? We're all up on that. He early in the, in the process tried to blame Rick Perry for tricking him into calling the Ukraine. And uh, I think if you can get tricked by Rick Perry, that's an impeachable offense right there, straight up. Anyway, it caused Putin to say that he was uh, against the impeachment. Uh, Putin being against the impeachment, to me, that's a, a red flag. It's a big red flag. That's a flag that's so big and so red, it's got a hammer and a sickle on it, actually. A red flag, guys. Anyway, I think if our founding fathers were to look upon this impeachment situation, they would say, no, that's exactly what we meant. Uh, there was a shooting at a church in Texas the other week, and luckily there was an armed guard in the church to stop the, the shooting and you know everyone got their Second Amendment hackles up and I think if our fathering fathers were to look upon what we've done to the Second Amendment they would say you've got to know that's not what we meant right can you read see it would have distracted him from the plumbing for a second that's what, I, that's what I'm saying uh, so that's a compliment. So uh, anyway, uh, Trump recently said that uh, he's into climate. Uh, do you think he thinks that climate is the name of a stripper or something? I mean, that stormy thing really threw him off, let's face it. Anyway, I think if our founding fathers were to look upon the climate situation, they would say, you did fucking what to the planet? What the... F See, they couldn't conceive of... 
climate change like that. It would have distracted him from the indoor plumbing once again. All right, ended on a high note. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Matthew Quirk, everyone. Yes, telling us that every week I find out what's happening in the world from Matthew Quirk. Yay. <laughs> Uh, I think you could play with, you said um, shitscape right after that they're reopening the bathrooms. So if we're living in a shitscape now, I think you could play with that being literal. Shit. Not. <laughs> I thought I was, because oh, like, the, all then, the people that used to use the BART bathrooms are now shitting on the streets in San Francisco. Oh, would love like a little oh. more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Am I the only person who's noticed the shit on the streets of San Francisco? <laughs> Everything you did was genius. I loved every moment. <laughs> I, I, um, so the restrooms for customers only is like, I love that insight. I just thought you were going to sort of go, like, if that's the philosophy of every place in San Francisco, we're going to turn every place into the restroom or something. You know what I'm saying? Because they're basically just like inviting, like the aisles thing was, I didn't totally grasp that. Like, but I think just like the point of view of, you know, where do you... Sh- how did you say it again? Like, but the aisles were the aisles are free, free game, open season. The, yeah, the, uh, maybe it's like the aisles become the. If you make the it didn't say for nothing about the aisles. It's the restroom not, was for customers, not the aisle. yeah. Right. I just think, yeah, maybe that could have just been a little bit clearer in the way just you phrased it because I I had I, I like loved the inside, but then I had trouble getting that specific punchline. Okay, but yeah, it was funny. Other comments. Um, with the climate joke about being a stripper, maybe going to like hot gases and different global warming terminology. Yeah. Explaining the strippers. Okay. I'll look into it. Hot gas, hot gas strippers. Go to the crazy horse. They have the a- climate is getting hotter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you like feedback on that feedback? <laughs> <laughs> Other comments? Hey, everybody, clap wildly. That was Matthew Quirk. You're an ex comedian. What a lovely human being she is. Put your hands together, everybody, for Sabrina Miller. Ah, shoot, I hope 2020 is better than 2019. I, I went through a really bad breakup and, uh, in 2019. I, I had to break up with him because I, I found out he was microdosing behind my back. Uh, I know it doesn't sound like a reason to break up with somebody, but, but here's the thing. He was microdosing on polyamory behind my fucking back. I'm still trying to work on that one. I'm looking for to expand that bit. Um... I don't know the uh, the breakup. It left me. It left me really bitter, and uh, but I decided to not become that person. You know that that bitter person who like resents people for being in a relationship. You know I'm not going to be that person that begrudges my my friends for finding for finding happiness. But some days it's it's harder than others to be happy for people. Like that day I was at at the Target. I was on the I was on the escalator, just riding the escalator up, and there was this happy couple in front of me, like a few steps up. I'm not going to say exactly what they were doing. They're kind of being beyond affectionate. Uh, all right. So imagine 
Imagine uh, Googling escalator softcore porn, and that was basically what they were doing. Like, okay, so she, she was right here, and like he was right next to her, and, and I'm thinking to myself, God damn it, can you, you know, and I, I, it took everything within me, like, not to shout, it's like, hello, it's like, I may be single, but I still have rights, left lane is for passing, <laughs> God damn it. Single world. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to get in and out. I just wanted to get my stuff and get the fuck out and get back home and like get drunk. Just wanted to load up my cart with, you know, an artisan frozen pizza, you know, a, a pint of the Mediterranean Menchilado, my favorite, and a, and a bottle of Zinfandel. You know, just the single woman's no hump day special, as I like to call it. And right after the breakup, it was a. Uh, I mean, it was hard. Like one thing, uh, besides you know, besides it being really hard, really hard to get out of bed in the morning and you know go through the motions. I, I found that my my knees were just like really really bothering. My my knees and my ankles are really hurting from like walking down the sidewalk and doing the sidewalk slalom. You ever done that? It's like it's like oh, couple in front of me. Oh, I got to do this. Oh, fucking couple over here. Sidewalk slalom. It's like oh, another couple. And oh, fuck, Asian woman with the cart with loaded with vegetables. Oh, fuck, another couple over here. How do I become two? dimensional you know what I mean and now now I just don't give a fuck and I just walk on the street like uh I have Valentine's Day Valentine's Day is coming up I better get back on the dating apps because if I if I don't Valentine's Day 2020 is going to turn into Valentine's Day 2017 where I ended up at a Carl's Jr. after sunset I thought I was doing the opposite of depression like my therapist told me to do apparently that is the definition of depression he uh, actually asked me if I uh, had someone to uh, to stay with. Anyway, so I remember that I was I was at the Carl's Jr. I was just sitting in the back corner at a table, minding my own business, enjoying my extra salty fries. You know, they were extra salty because I was salting them with my tears. I like I like to call that uh, ethically sourced sustainable sodium. And so this this middle-aged guy he approaches me, and he says to me. It's like, hey there, uh, hun, what's your name? It's like, oh, Sabrina. You know, I, I couldn't help but notice that you're alone. Hey, guess what? I'm alone too. Here's an idea. How about I join you and we can be alone on Valentine's Day together? What do you think about that? And I'm thinking, what the fuck, dude? Alone together? Why would I want to recreate my parents' marriage on Valentine's Day? I'm not bitter. Um, I'm trying to own it on stage. I'm trying to own it, but it's uh, what people tell me to do. But I'm just San Francisco. I'm renting it. I'm fucking renting it on stage, baby. And that has been my time. <laughs> Sabrina Miller. Renting it. Great closer. Uh, the only thing I could possibly think to add to any of you thing you were saying was what you were eating at Carl's Jr. Like, are you getting the spicy, Ooh. crispy, like, is it 99 cents or do they, oh, is it the one Oh, I totally, I forgot the other part of that joke. Thank to, you. I've been trying to, been racking my brain trying to remember this. It's about the dumb food that you eat there while you're yeah, there. Just, yeah. just a couple tags in there about the, uh, the jalapeno poppers or, you know, but uh, then the, their onion rings aren't bad. Now, the one thing I forgot to say was that, like, I wasn't eating a burger. I was having the chicken strips. wasn't eating a burger because I still cared about the Amazon. I may have been, like, lonely and heartbroken, but I wasn't a fucking monster. Right. 
anyway something like that well just mention what you're eating but it sounds uh, good i will mention what i'm eating Maybe there's a joke that's like, have you ever noticed that the food at Carl's Jr. is always a little extra salty? Granted, I've never eaten there when I wasn't crying. I just think like, you kind of like, you kind of slip the punchline I like that. I love that. Cool. Or maybe it's extra salty on Valentine's Day because the employees are crying into it. I I like your idea better. I like your idea better. It's lonelier to be with someone like that than to be like you didn't think that there could be anything lonelier than just being alone but being with that guy would have been somehow that's lonelier you know what i'm saying it's just very it's an interesting yeah. concept that you can be lonelier with this guy but he took you there something like that okay okay other comments oh there we go yeah, yeah. um when for the big for the uh, micro dressing on polyamory thing did you mean that he had one other partner just like <laughs> Only yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Because just like be one a, other. Yeah, like that could be other. a quick tag to like, because th- then he's just cheating. Like that's not even, if you ha- add that right at the end, mm-hmm. uh, it could be a quick tag to like n- nail it home a- again, I think. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there comes, hey everybody, oh, there we go, yeah! Um, someone to play off his, but he's not even Mormon either, so that's not an excuse. Um... <laughs> And I think it could be fun with the Carl's Jr. thing is to kind of play. I had a date at with Carl's and then Jr. is the twist. Um, and then other twist, you're on the escalator and you see these people and they're, they're fucking or whatever. Instead of like, oh, it's gross, say, oh, more tongue or something. Put, push the envelope. <laughs> Everybody put your hands together for Sabrina Miller, yay! So I try to laugh about it, cover it all up with All right. Uh, hey, your next comedian, and uh, your next comedian is David, but uh, whatever you want to do, you said you have an important show tomorrow. If you want to do more, like maybe you want to do six minutes and only have two minutes of comments, we can do that too. You just flash numbers to me when you're up. Hey, everybody. I'm excited for your next comedian. He's awesome. And he did this thing with the commercial, and I made money, and I'm so indebted to him forever. Put your hands together for David Roth. It was so funny. Like, I did this commercial, and a bunch of comedians got paid, and, like, no one knew what to do with, like, money. Like... I Stroy Moyer was like, "Can you? Can I get Venmoed?" I'm like, "Dude, that's not, that's not how this shit works. You have to fill out like a W nine. It's like what the, I just, comedians did not know how to just accept the concept of money. It was so funny. Oh man, I love this mic. I love that you can bomb both at stand up comedy and stand up comedy feedback. I feel like that makes that unique to this particular show. <laughs> so, um, do you guys like remember that girl? in like elementary school who developed breasts before everyone else? I was that girl. (laughs) Yeah, um, I was chesty, okay? I was was stacked. If I was a baked potato, I would have been fully loaded, all right? Okay, that's option one, number two. I was the only kid in my class that got straight A's with a pair of C's. Is that better or worse? Is that hacky, is that better? Is it both? Because my friend was like, that's really fucking hack. And I was like, you know what? It's classic joke structures to go fuck yourself. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, actually, it was it was a thing. Like, it was a I had like a situation going on, and I go to the doctor, uh, and I take off my shirt, and the doctor just has a goddamn field day. He just starts fine. No, he doesn't do that. Um, is that hacky? Okay, now it's just a meta set. No, but like the doctor looks at me, and he's like, David, there is a condition where boys develop breasts. It's called gynecomastia. But don't worry, you're just fat. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun car ride home with my dad. Also around the same time, like I was getting bar mitzvah lessons, which was kind of strange, because the rabbi was like, David, congratulations, like you're becoming a man. I'm like, oh yeah, tell that to these, okay? So then I was like, basically, yeah, my senior year in high school, um, I weigh 240 pounds. I'm the same height as I was now. Like, no one asked me to Sadie Hawkins dance, and I was just like, enough. So I took, basically, um, I started eating only veggie delight sandwiches from Subway. I spent three hours on the treadmill every day, and in four months, I lost 75 pounds, except in my breasts. <laughs> So basically, I had like a slim waist and a great rack. I can tell it's just this dude's type. Um, let me see where I am. Um, oh yeah, so I basically, I actually did have this. I did have this condition. I did have gynecomastia. That doctor was wrong. So I really had no other options but to get a breast reduction. So just like imagine me in a room full of some of the most voluptuous women in the Midwest. <laughs> As like the lone dude, it was probably the most humiliating experience of my life, yet also erotic. Um, yeah, there was like, let me think, there was like Karen, and like Hallie, and then like Priyanka, and then me, just good old Double D David. Um, and then yeah, like I, um, oh yeah, this happened like years later. I actually ended up dating a woman that also had a breast reduction. Yeah, there was two of us with a breast reduction and, the, and she broke up with me giving me the reason that we had nothing in common. <laughs> I'm like, we both have the same nipple scars, okay? Sorry I don't like Coldplay. All right, that's my time, thank you guys. Well, you ended at exactly four. I wasn't gonna. I was gonna give you more time, but you ended it like just before four yeah, minutes. Yeah, I was like, it sort of timed out for four. Well, no, just for this I, oh, workshop, good. Pam. The, no, I, I, I'm so glad that you respected the room. I was gonna give you a bunch of time because okay, I, I respect got, the room, just not the people in the room. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. I just, I, I, I have nothing to say except you're an, uh, amazing. Uh, Bathy Quirk has things. Yeah, sweet craftsmanship. Four minutes on the dot. Right? Really. <laughs> Dude, no one can time the shit out of their sets like good old David that is respect <laughs> I mean jokes eh. stage I, presence eh. timing mm. I thought you were gonna go like no one asked me the Sadie Hawkins so I took my 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 C's and asked uh, Ari yeah. myself or whatever right, right, like, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that straight A's and then uh, double C's or whatever it was I, I was just I was just thinking about you getting the breast reduction. You're like the only. It's weird. You're like the only non-trans person who got their gender confirmation surgery. It's like you got gender confirmation. Oh yeah. You got the top surgery. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's something there. Yeah. It was also like my boobs came in before like my pubes. I didn't mean. To, I didn't. I don't know. 
I just, I just wonder what they did with that fat. Like, I love to render it's, like b- bacon fat and use it for other things. Like, if I mean, do they give you your own boob fat back, and can you like eat it, or like how does that work? Is I'm that too gross? I'm sorry. No, you're a veg- if you're a vegetarian, though, it still works because it's you. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess it's like eating my fingernails. I'm sorry. We have we have new XLR cables that are going to come in for the festival. I'm sorry, but right now we just had a little snafu. It's back in. Yeah. I just uh, I just had a like a an image come to my mind, and it was the, what I'm thinking about is like, have you ever had boobs so big that you can't see your dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought that, cool. thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it, but if your boobs are so big you can't see your dick, then obviously your tummy is also too big. Yeah. They're both in the way. It's a Buddha situation. No, it's... Could Buddha, <laughs> could Buddha see his own dick? Did he care? Did Buddha, did Buddha masturbate? <laughs> Does anybody else have things to say about David Roth? Yeah, one more. Yeah. Do you like this? Because uh, uh, this is a real bullying thing that used to happen in my middle school. Um, so we used to say C is for Corey, it's also for her bra. So Wait, C is for what? C is for Corey, it's also for her Cor- bra. Corey? Corey, a different person. So if yeah. D is for David, it's also for his bra. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> okay. cool. D cool. is for David, it's also like his bra. Your boobs are so cute now. Put <laughs> your hands together, everybody, for David Roth. Yay! <laughs> Oh, what is cute, cute boobs, yay, yay. We get to objectify equally now, yay, it's so exciting. It's a whole new world. Uh, I love your next comedian so much. He is just such a joy and a treat and and the weirdest, he comes up with the weirdest shit. So I hope that you pay attention and take notes and give him whatever tags you possibly could. It's Dwight Mai, yay. Thank you. Weirdest shit. Speaking of weirdest shit, I took one that looked like Jesus. <laughs> oh man, fell on a cross and everything. Oh, that's... hey, uh, you know, you know, during the winter time, uh, and it like uh, the dark comes like really early, and you go, whoa, and then like during the summer, like the dark comes really late, and you go, oh, hey, you know what this means? It means you're fucking boring. <laughs> Right? Get a TV like everybody else and watch it. <laughs> I, I'm, my, I didn't mean to get aggressive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, does it, does it ever get so hot? You start thinking, oh, man, I want it to be cold. I don't care how cold. Like, anything's better than this. Right? And then it gets really cold, and you think, oh, no. Oh, man, I want it to be hot. I don't care how hot. Anything's better than this. <laughs> you know what this means? It means you're fucking stupid. <laughs> get it together, okay? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get aggressive. <laughs> Apologize. Apologize. Hey, you know back in the days, people thought the sun was God, right? So why, why call it sun? Like, why not call it dad? Right? You go, oh, the dad is rising. And your friend goes, you fucking idiot. You've been sleeping all day. The dad is setting. You fucking drunk. <laughs> wake up. Wake up. Sorry, I didn't mean to get that aggressive. <laughs> Callback on something that didn't deserve a callback. I was watching basketball. You know how basketball you want to be taller, but like like as a gymnast you want to be shorter. But then you you see like a short basketball player and you go, yeah, that's fucking cool. You know, I want to see a tall gymnast. Wouldn't that be cool? 
Right? Like he's on a balance beam and he falls and you think he's gonna hit his nuts on a beam and then right before it hits, he lands on his feet. <laughs> Safe. Like that guy, give him a fucking some kind of a medal, but not a me gold medal, but some kind of a medal. Yeah, okay. People ask me what is it like, what is it like to be a middle child? I go, it's like a middle name, right? Nobody pays attention to you. And if, you, if they do mention you, it's abbreviated, right? And so it's like my mom's like, hey, here's my oldest child, here's my youngest child, and here's the severed head of my middle child. <laughs> you get it? It's only some of me. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. I think that, uh, I think my body doesn't want me to be happy. I was in the hospital and a bunch of my friends visited and I was like, I was so grateful, you know? But my body said, oh, look how happy he is. Make him cry. And I started like holding my tears back, you know? I'm like, why am I crying? I'm happy. Why am I, you know? It's not like our body, like, uh, like when we're, when we're uh, sad, it doesn't make me laugh, you know? Like I was crying once and my, my, my puppy died and my body said, ah, fuck it, who cares? I don't care about him. Hey, remember that first two jokes? That was all right, right? <laughs> remember that? Hey, oh, okay. Hey, I don't, I don't really understand why people, people bow. I saw two people bow, and I go, why is? Because when you bow, you're lowering yourself to make the other person feel taller. So if both people are bowing, then you like it's neutral, right? You might as well just have stood there and stared at each other for like two seconds. And would have got. The trick is though, you gotta bow and you gotta stay like a little above them. You know, they bow, you go, they bow, you go, they bow, you go, I win. Yes, I win. I know how to bow. Anyways, hey, thanks very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to me. I think I deserve some money. Swat boy! Yay! Yay! You always, you should always get paid for your beautiful artwork. I know. Uh, hey, right, go ahead, Jack. Uh, I think the, the joke in the beginning was funny, and I think part, part of the reason a lot of people laughed at it might have been because they know. Oh, it's I can uh, hear you. I can still hear you. Oh, uh, the radio. Sorry. I'm sorry. First. I apologize. I have new XLR cables, but I'm, I'm saving them for the festival. Try the other one. Try the other one. Try the other one next to it. There's an on-off switch on that one. Oh, God oh. damn it. I'm sorry. It's, we're all technically Expectations perturbed. built now. I know he's going to say some great <laughs> shit. So it's high. It's not at all. There he I, is. What there I was going to say is that it's really not even a comment. I think the part, a lot of the reason that a lot of us laughed at the first joke when you were swearing a lot is because we know that's something you're not, you don't usually do. So it would be smart to do it later in your set when you've already established that that's sort of a deviation from your regular style. Oh, that okay. That's, that's a good uh, idea. Thank you. I got lost with your new stuff at the end. I didn't, I didn't. Which one was it? Whatever you were talking about for the last minute and a half, I, I was like, what is he talking about? But you've been drinking <laughs> since 11. That's true. That's true as well. That's absolutely true. It was my friend's birthday. Bowing, the bowing part? She, no, before all of that, you were. Um, Middle name? Yeah, the middle name stuff. I was like, I know. But I don't. I just didn't know. I didn't know where you were going or what you were doing with it. And I was, yeah, I know. I thought about that, and then I thought I'm too lazy to rewrite this. So, <laughs> but thanks, Pam. I didn't need to rewrite that I, one or throw I, it away. I, well, it's. I mean, middle name. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, more comments, Jason King. Comments. 
Um, the tall gymnast. Um, I feel like uh, I'd explore that a bit more. I think the idea of it. I mean, you, there's so many things you just fuck up. Yeah. If you're uh, a tall gymnast. Um, the uh, when you said that uh, the crying thing, like when you cry, you don't laugh. Oh yeah. And then I thought of the Joker immediately. I was like, oh. maybe the Joker's just really sad. Maybe he's crazy. Well, yeah, I, I don't. Know. Yeah, but we don't. We don't cry when we're. Yeah, I was thinking about that because sometimes people cry and then they go, they break out in a hysterical laugh. But like that's not something that I do, you know. So I'm like, I can't. But I'll explore that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, and then uh, in like the beginning, I don't know if this was a joke or you were just going off. You you said you you sh you had a shit that looked like Jesus on the cross. <laughs> And I, I just thought if I shat a shit that looked like Jesus on the cross, that's a very awkward shit, right? Like with hands sticking out, and I'm not sure yeah. who would be in more pain, <laughs> me or Jesus on the cross. I mean, well, I ate bread, so it's all right. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Jason. Uh, well, just to add off that, if it is Jesus on the, I, I was sort of zoned out for everything that's been happening up until just that comment. Um, <laughs> but if it is Jesus on the cross, maybe it's something like. I forgot that I ate the pop, like the popsicle and the popsicle sticks, or just create like a reason how oh, yeah. you got like a cross in your oh, shit. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I, I probably welcome. wouldn't use that. I was just using that because Pam said weird oh, shit. That was like a, a riff. So that's not like my. That's not my avenue. I'm nice. No, he's he. You don't even know when he's riffing. Put your hands together, everybody. <laughs> oh, For oh, thank you. Thank my. you. Oh no, wait. We have more. Keith, yeah, go go ahead, Kate. Uh, it was more about the Jesus pooping one. Do, do, do you want it? Is this useful? Is it constructive? You're not going to use it? Oh, yeah, you can just say it. Yeah, right, we it was just it. like, I flushed it down the toilet, but it came back up three days later. Uh, Maybe I will use it. <laughs> All right, thank you. Just everybody, do my Yay! That's how the joke workshop works. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Johnny Stein. Wow, what a terrifying format this is. Uh, um, I uh, I just moved back home. Uh, my mom is an English teacher, and so uh, so I, I grew up with a lot of the English. She would always bring the classroom home, you know. Uh, like I remember when she taught me assonance. Uh, she she had. Uh, you guys know what assonance is? You remember assonance? It's the re <laughs> thank you. It's a repetition of vowel sounds to elicit a response. Uh, so her phrase was uh, every day I pray. You you being gay is a phase. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it worked. It kept me in the closet another two years. Those a vowels. So that was cool. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, she obviously she was obviously copying a very famous assonant phrase, uh, which is "pray the gay away," um, which you know, jokes aside, is morally abhorrent. But rhythmically, <laughs> right? Enchanting, right? Pray the gay away. Um, I think so. Um, yeah, she she uh, she taught she taught English. Um, she was uh, she would always like instill the king's English uh, in me, uh, which is I think why I'm single now. You know, I it's just it really annoys people. It's very pretentious. Like I'll go on a date with someone, and the guy will be like, uh, you know, it's been so nice. This night has been so great. Uh, you know, you feel like as you get older, less and less people are single, and we start to feel like, you know, is it us? You know, is it me? That's what's, am I the reason I'm single? You know? And, uh, and I say, it's fewer and fewer people, you fucking idiot. Right? 
Like, what, are you an outside person? Get the shit out of my bed, you know? I have no sleepover policy. I think it's English. Um, I am... Uh, I am, sing let's see, I am single, uh, but that's not what I want to talk about at all. Um, I, oh, I, I, here's another reason I'm single. I, uh, I think touch is st stupid. I think, t I don't get, t I don't like to be touched. I'm like a cat, you know, that sort of like arching thing that people do, I, or cats do, and me as a person does. I, uh, I don't like it. Uh, I, I, touch is the only sense that takes two people to experience, right? Like, if you look at me, right, it's like a song by you, feet me, right? Like, if you're looking at me, it's a chorus and verse, all you, and I might throw in like a whoa, you know? It's featuring me. If you're touching me, that's a duet, you know? You're Billy Ray Cyrus, I'm <laughs> Lil Nas the 10th or whatever his name is. <laughs> it's a duet. I hate it, I don't like it. Uh, I. Okay, fine. I was on Tinder, <laughs> and uh, and I was on Tinder, and this guy sort of like did a did a real whoopsie. Um, he he messaged me, and he was like, "Hey, Jeremy." Um, so that's a first thing. That's not my name. Uh, <laughs> not my name. He said, "I want to ask a question that no one else has asked." I was like, "Okay, like you know, I'm not like other girls, you know." And he said, uh, "What was the best and worst part of 2019?" <laughs> I was like, first of all, that's just the question, what's up, with more specific, uh, you know, standards. And also, uh, you're going to make me think of my worst part of the year. Like, the best part, okay, uh, I guess it's the summer, because I just love when it's hot. And um, I'd say the worst part was when my, mo uh, my aunt died of liver cancer, jaundiced and bloated. <laughs> what's your favorite color? <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. for Johnny Stein. Hooray. Yay. I wrote a thing down. Uh, I, I think, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I think definitely like when you say abstinence, you have to make an abstinence oh. joke. And definitely like really abstinence and abs, you know, you just got to, because abstinence is the one that's way more common. I think everyone knows what that is. No one knows what abstinence is. And it feels like since it's sexual and right up the alley of what you're talking about. That's right. just, I don't have your joke, but I see a joke opportunity. Right. And then I think the pray the gay away, like I, I, you need to find some, it is a really, how did you describe that? Like that? Enchanting. Oh, enchanting. Uh, yeah, I think maybe there's like a little bit more backstory or like, sure. I thought of like, it's not iambic pentameter, but I feel like that's somehow your mother would approve of the sort of grammatic style or like who wrote that? Like, I don't know if it's like Shakespearean. Or, it just yeah, feels like there's yeah. something there. And then the, I, you, you lost me a little bit on touch because you can feel things on their own. Like, I can feel oh, that yeah, on my yeah, own. I so I think it just needs, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was why I was like a little off board. And then so I wasn't as willing to like laugh a yeah. little bit later in that bit. But I mean, sure. I think there's something cool about that. Okay. Uh, I would say on your assonance bit, which I loved so much, you should slow down and do it like a poet. So it's like with every... Uh, you you had the line. I wrote it down here for a second, but now I can't read my own writing. But it, you just have to do it with that cadence of those pretentious poets, right? So whatever you did in your line of assonance, just do it in that certain, like, I am a poet. Okay, I really like uh, how your last joke went from, uh, well, the date idea or like the Tinder idea of the guy asking you what's the you know the highlight and the low light of 2019 
be funny if you like made up a low light that's like dark like you saying like your, your aunt passing and then like or like if you're like, you know what, fuck this guy. I'm gonna make up something that's gonna make him feel really bad. Like, you know, my kids exploded or caught on fire. <laughs> and then and then his response was like, oh really, like my, my kids also died. And then now you're having this serious conversation yeah. with this guy. You did a date of six months. And then and after a while you're like, you know, what's your favorite color? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Another comments? Everybody clap your hands wildly for Johnny Stein, yay! <laughs> All right, your next comedian. Uh, what a lovely human being he is. He was just given some great comments. Clap your hands together for Mike Evans Jr. Uh, try some new stuff. That's what we're here for, right? Um, first time I ever jacked off was at my grandma's house. Uh, that was pretty horrible. Um, guys, have you ever jacked off and forget that you need a place to come. So I came all over the kitchen floor. All over the kitchen floor while my grandma had food in the microwave. Which meant I had 90 seconds to clean all of that shit up. And a lot of it was on the microwave. Like most of it. Most of the semen on the microwave. <laughs> uh, I love this joke already. Um, so basically, I'm looking through all the cupboards and shit. I can't find anything to wipe it up. Nothing, nothing was soft and like wipeable. It was all a bunch of solid stuff like cups and shit. I couldn't find tissues, napkins, or oven mitts anywhere. First thing I see is my grandma and grandpa's cat. I just pick it up and just... That was me cleaning the microwave with my grandfather's cat luckily I cleaned it up all in time in those 90 seconds and nothing happened but I, I you know the cat was blind afterwards yeah it was a mixture between my semen and the radiation from the microwave that just super glued the cat's eyes shut like Stevie Wonder I don't think that's how Stevie Wonder became blind but when I was wiping the cat's face in my semen, it was kind of like in the same motion that he sings. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Glad I told that. Um, I hate the holiday season because I'm from San Francisco, which means that like, I don't know, in high school I didn't get laid that much or I tried, people were down, except I just, I couldn't get my dick up, just to be honest. That just was a serious problem of mine. My dad was way cooler than me when he was in high school. He used to tell me, shit, Mike, back in my day, I used to get more pussy than pancakes. Than pancakes? Do you know how easy it is to get a pancake right now? I don't know why, I feel like I'm going to tell my son, just like, hey, son, you know, back when I was in high school, I couldn't get hard during actual sex. It's hitting girls with that old flaccid dick. Just. That was a flaccid dick, in case you guys are wondering what that was. Uh, hmm. Hmm. 
So now uh, in high school, or not in high school, Jesus Christ. Well, now, <laughs> now when girls visit back home who used to live in San Francisco, they come visit me because they think I'm still single. They're like, oh, you know, who's probably still single and broke is Mike. So I didn't fuck him back in the day. I'm going to try to fuck him now. And uh, it works. It works every time. I'm like the number one rebounder in the world, in my opinion, when it comes to San Francisco. I'm such a rebounder that, like, my current girlfriend, she used to have a crush on my best friend, and uh, he said no, and now I'm dating her. <laughs> I'm glad one person laughed, because that is the truth. Um, I'm going to say this one more thing, Pam, before I get out of here. Uh, oh, this is fucked up. If I was a billionaire, uh, <laughs> I don't think it'd be good if I was, like, a multi-billionaire, because... I've thought about like funding my own porn company where I just like hire like Jessica Alba and like just like Kobe Bryant to do a porn scene. And just because of the fact that like if you had a billion dollars, like no one could deny doing porn for eight hundred million dollars for one scene. Right. Like Jennifer Aniston was, tr was trending on Twitter today because they wanted her to be on Blacked. And I was like, for eight hundred million dollars, she would do it. And that's my time. $800 million. Man, that was Mike Evans Jr. Yay. A lot of semen tonight. A lot of, a lot of cum jokes. Made him leave. You saw that? That was crazy. I loved your act out of the with the limp dick. I thought that was very funny. Thank you. With the hit in your face and the things. Yeah, I liked I, it. I it's, thought, always, it's always fun with a quiet crowd. You just hear my own slaps and it's my face. I thought that uh, that slap could have been gone in a Stevie Wonder motion too. <laughs> what? What? I I definitely enjoyed the Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder cat semen. Yeah. I I enjoyed the. The cat Stevie Wonder joke. Thank you. <laughs> fantastic. Um, I I think for the part where you're like, I don't imagine Stevie Wonder went blind that way. <laughs> but <laughs> but the cat. But, but but then you said something else. So uh, I feel like you can be like, but the cat um, probably felt like, and then like I'd use like a Stevie Wonder Stevie song. Wonder lyric. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think that that could be one. I, 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 I started searching them, but I can't find one fast enough. Um, and then for the porn, the the porno between Kobe Bryant and Jessica Alba, I feel like I they're funnier characters. There are that, that I'd be interested in seeing a porno. There between. are. <laughs> oh God. Shaq and Jessica. Shaq and anybody. I'm gonna start using Shaq. Yeah, that's great. The tiniest person. Shaq and Mitch McConnell. Just, <laughs> just really just. <laughs> But also, also on that on that situation, you you're so darling. You can say the grossest stuff, and it still sounds cute. Thank like you. you can say weird. You said some <laughs> 9 weird, some weird shit came out of your mouth, and I was like, I'm on board with that. So like, okay. Thanks. Uh, yeah, the oven mitts into the. I loved the, when you said the oven mitts. I was like, what a weird specific detail to throw out, and I think it's great. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> the line where you're like, I'm the number one rebounder, even that I'm I'm like if Draymond Green fucked your girlfriend. Oh no. Because <laughs> he's the number one rebounder? He is. That's good. Okay, no. oh, that's good. I'm just imagining the shit talk afterwards would be really sad. I just thought Thank of, you though. I just thought of a dilemma that the cat has to face now because <laughs> cats lick themselves. Oh man. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, that'd be gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> I was gonna mention that the cat was white, but like I feel like that doesn't uh, add to the story. Just because it's like adds to the semen. I don't know. Has to go on. It can only it only adds. That doesn't take away. <laughs> um, I thought uh, with the like your grandmother potentially like you know raising. <laughs> your dad let's say and maybe like discovered the after effects of him jacking off like i, w I wondered if there could be something where like <laughs> she discovers the cat or or something what happens there um may maybe something with like i don't know like w when when you grabbed the cat i was thinking like oh most people would use a sock in this situation so it's like before they invented socks they had cats um and uh the the other line that i thought was really funny was more pussy than pancakes mm -hmm. maybe i was inspired by the the grammatical precision of of uh the previous act but mm -hmm. i was like do do pussy gets does pussy eat pancakes or i, I was just like <laughs> wasn't sure which thing referred to which thing in a funny way so if you wanted to you could play with that oh. but i got awesome one more thing about semen cats i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> The, you know how like semen makes things really hard. Yep. So I feel like I feel like there's something where like the cat's hair like 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 this cat's hair has been like sticking up for like three days <laughs> because there's so much semen on the cat. I'm sorry. That's oh, so funny. No, that's good. Thank, I appreciate it. Thank that, you guys. Uh, yay, Mike Evans Jr. So back in the day, they used to wipe their uh, butts with swans' necks. That's what the royalty did in the 1300s. That's what swans were for. They wiped their asses with them. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. It's Aiden Chu. Yippee Kaye, motherfuckers. Yippee Kaye. How are you guys today? Do you guys doing good? If you really think about it, man, like, how are you is the most open-ended question in humanity ever, okay? You can answer whatever the fuck you want, and then the person on the other side has to listen, right? Like, why are we always sticking with good? Like, whenever somebody asks me, how, how, how are you, I don't know how to say, like... I'm good, but not that good. Like, I'm bad, but not that bad. Like, I learned how to breathe in through my asshole without farting. So, I just kind of kind of works, you know? Like, am I the only person here that constantly waits for someone to say, I'm bad? Wait, 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 what? I'm bad. Oh, my God. Oh, vulnerability is so hot, dog. Oh. But yeah, I'm just saying that we should be more vulnerable, right? Be be hotter, like tell, be more straight up about shit. So when uh, I like attractive people, I like hanging around hot people. So just so that I can be one. Like, you know, hang around pigs, you become pigs, right? Hang around hotties, you become hotties. Like, have you ever looked at someone for so long and go like, whoa. And then realize it's you, your own self. That's how that, that's the effect, dude. I've been hanging around hot, hot shits. And yeah, every time we go to the restroom, every time I go to the restroom with this dude, dude, the mirror gets all the attention, right? He looks in the mirror himself, oh my God, I gotta make sure that I'm sexy before I walked out, you know? Who knows, who knows there's a hot girl outside? But yeah, just attractiveness is some people get, some people have fucked up faces, you know? It's, it's beyond our control. That's God's way of approving us, our existence, right? Some people slide up mummy's vagina, gets 100 Instagram followers, 100,000 Instagram followers, right? Like Kylie Jenner and shit. She didn't have to do shit. 
All she had to do was slide out of a vagina. That's it. Just like the rest of us. Right? Fuck. But yeah, uh, I'm imported from a third world country and I'm from Malaysia. I really... Some people say... A lot of people ask me, how the fuck do you speak English so well? Well, shit, dude. Like, girls in Malaysia love white guys, right? And the only way that I can be white is speak good English, right? That's the only fucking way. That's that's how you do it, dog. Right? Speak good English, get get some good-ass Asian pussy, right? Any white dudes here, you gotta fucking know that, all right? Fucking, wherever you go to third world countries, dude. I, I'm from America. Oh, yeah, I shave. Ha, 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 ha. There you go, yeah. Everything you watch in porno is true. White people do have bigger dicks than Asians. That's what it means, man. That's what it means. Like, you know, this is the one thing that bothers me is fucking white people stay the fuck away from Chinese girls, okay? Do you know how fucking hard it is for us to get girls already? And then you step in with your in, your sexy-ass jeans with blue eyes and shit. Stay the fuck away, man. We're already vouchers. I'm already vouchers out here scrapping for shit. And then white people come in and take everything from me. Oh, man. Okay, like, I was at a swimming pool this other day, and there was this really hot Chinese girl, right? She was showering, making hair. Man, I was feeling I was feeling pretty turned on already, and then suddenly out of the water, this white guy comes up and hugged her. Yeah, what a fucking bummer. What a bummer. Last thing I have to say is that I am so happy whenever I see short guys. No, no offense, Jeremy. Like, I, I just, I, I love looking at guys shorter than me. Just It's like we've been drinking milk from our daddy's nipple, right? I'm not the only fucking one right here. Oh, man, I love shorties. But anyways, thank you for listening. Yay! That was Ivan Chu. He likes the shorties. Woo-dee-boo! Uh... I wrote down over here. Uh, you have great energy, and I loved your act-out voice with the Batman voice. Uh, I feel like that weird, dark Batman voice you did, you can say Batman-y things. It was really, the rah, 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 whatever that was. That was really, that was, that was a lot of fun, and I feel like you could work more with that strange, because it doesn't, it belies who you are. It's very strange coming out of your mouth, so I thought that was very funny. Um, so I feel like I kind of lost your train of thought, especially with the um, with the mirror joke. So I don't know how much of it, like you were just like freestyling or writing on stage, but yeah, I I, I think maybe that could have been a bit more clear. Um, and then on the mirror joke, um, when you like hang around hot people, it makes you hotter. It actually does. This is just some information. So apparently, like old couples, like after being together for so long, they end up looking like each other because like. You look like the people you're next to. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I look at a picture of Michael B. Jordan every morning. And I've <laughs> slowly been improving. <laughs> um, and then, uh, I think lastly, uh, I think every joke has a victim. So, like, um, I've definitely noticed, like, the, the you know, that, that the minority point where you're, like, you'll see, like, a minority with someone who's, like, white but, like, not attractive at all. Um... But, like, I think as you, like, make those, like, points, you definitely want to make it palatable to an audience that's usually going to be mostly white. No, it's a thing, all right? (laughs) Yeah, man, uh, you have good charisma, you have good energy. I think that, uh, how much time do you spend writing versus just freestyling on stage? You should... 
Okay, no worries. Yeah, I, I just think that you might benefit a little bit from trying to like sit down and really like write a set up punchline sort of thing. Also, I think that based on you seem to have a lot of different voices, things you can employ. You should probably do some. I think you could do some impressions. Probably you'd probably be pretty good at that. But yeah, I think you have a really good performing presence. Uh, and yeah, just get up on stage as much as you can. I thought you were gonna do something where you're you're at the pool, you you see the girl that you like, and you said you were starting to get a little turned on, and just like having an erection at a pool is a, a in this context, promising situation. So I think you could like run with that, okay. and still tell the story that you were telling. Okay. But yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Put your hands together, everybody. It was Ivan Chew. Yeah. That's how the joke workshop works. People are really nice and everything works out. Your next comedian, I don't remember his last name, but his first name is Nick, and he's from Redwood City. Put your hands together for Nick! Uh, yes, giving the, min the minimum donation, just like the rest of my life. Yes, thank you so much. How's everyone doing? Doing good? Guys, thank you so much for having this mic. It's uh, pretty great. Um... Yeah, I just got off work, and uh, if you guys don't know, there's a trend in the Bay Area where engineers and coders will take acid or mushrooms to help with their productivity. So I started doing this at my job, you know, but I'm not an engineer or a coder, but I will say, it makes driving Uber a lot more fun. <laughs> that is true, yeah, it's true. Every t you'd be surprised. Every time I drive Uber, I get five stars. Yeah. I see five stars, and they tell me where to go. Yeah, it works out pretty good. But uh, guys, if you couldn't tell, uh, I'm a millennial. Yes, if you couldn't tell by my entitled behavior, it's true. You know, people give millennials a lot of shit, but I think millennials have a lot of perks as a generation. You know, for one, I'll never need to go to a high school reunion. Yes, because thanks to Facebook, I can see all of my friends getting fat in real time. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I have a friend that posts a selfie every day, and he posts a picture of his food every day as well. And it's awesome because there's no surprises when I see him 20 years later. You know, I know exactly what the fuck happened, okay? Tiramisu Tuesdays. That's what happened. Yeah. <sighs> Guys, uh, I like to work out. Uh, my friends are always asking me, Nick, how do you get a good summer body? And I tell them, you know, uh, you have to be very disciplined. And it's actually very easy for me, because in my backyard, I have a bunch of bodies. <laughs> yeah. You might say that's crazy, but it's true. I have a backyard in San Francisco. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Um, something else about me. Uh, recently, I met my high school bully. Yeah. You know, it was a very interesting experience, because in high school, he would make fun of me every day, call me fat, stupid, ugly, knock the books out of my hands, tell me to clean it up. It was terrible, man. But when I saw him, it was a great experience, and I was really surprised. And I have to say, his gravestone looked amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have guessed that the high school bully would have died of an overdose? <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. I'm glad someone cleaned it up for him, you know. But, uh, you know, I actually have some weird family stuff going on. Uh, you know, my grandpa has Alzheimer's. Yeah. 
And every time he sees me, he thinks it's my birthday, and he tries to give me $50. Yeah, it's really sad. I really don't know what to do, so I just try and see him every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time he sees me, he always says, it was so good to see you, Billy. Come back next time. I'm like, that's not my name, Grandpa, but it's great to see you too. And I also just got here, so uh, we still got time to hang out. <laughs> yeah, my parents are starting to realize, though, that his money is disappearing, and uh, they completely cut him off. Yeah, so I had to come tell them the truth about what was going on, and I told them, I need 50 bucks. So, uh... <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Uh, I think that's going to be it for me. I think I got the, the horn. So, give us a minute. Everybody Thank you guys big. so much. Appreciate it. Yay! Yay! Tell me what's wrong with me. No, I'm so glad that you um, ended on that. Uh, you brought back that $50. That was a great callback. That was Thanks. awesome. Um, and I, I had one thing here. I, I love that you did some fat shaming. I do that in some of my sets as well. Mm -hmm. But it's difficult. I think that you maybe needed to bring it out after you mentioned that you were bullied and fat shamed as a child. Mm -hmm. It's hard for people to see like a normal sized person fat shaming. They're like, fuck your face. Yeah. But I mean, I felt it. So I mean, I, I have some <laughs> obliquely fat shaming things and audiences will pull back, mm -hmm. but it's usually because you can only talk about being fat if you're fat or if you lead with that thing where you said I was bullied and I used to be fat as a kid yeah then you're allowed to yeah just something to be careful about no that makes sense makes a lot of sense now there are comments of other people anybody else room full of people staring at the phones do you not care come on guys you got things to say it's <laughs> thanks boobity boo no anybody nothing all right, it was a perfect set. Put your hands together, everybody, for Nick. Yay! Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Give it up for your host, too. Thank you so much for having this mic. I really appreciate it. Ooh, it's so sweet of you to say. Just run the joke workshop here every Monday from 6 to 8 here at Mutiny Radio. Thanks for donating money because the rent is crazy. And it's San Francisco, which is nutballs. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. It's Ricky Yeen. Yay! Uh, people workshop haven't done this in a while um, I was on Twitter and uh, someone was complaining about dating in San Francisco it was, it was like apparently I work at Uber is now a pickup line and I was like oh I'm doing it wrong you know what else is a pickup line I am your Uber driver <laughs> you know what else is a pickup line <laughs> the rooftop at SFO you know what else the pickup line? I don't have any more. <laughs> um, what's my next thing? That was my best one, guys. <laughs> anyway, um, so you know how people think like, oh, like the girl of my dreams, like it's really sweet, right? Like the, the groom at the wedding is like, oh, I can't believe I'm marrying the girl of my dreams and everyone's like oh and i'm just like that's not special <laughs> i dream about lots of women all the time <laughs> right <laughs> you know kim kardashian oprah judge judy 
and like we dream our dreams are my dreams are like very ordinary they're not even romantic right it's doing like regular average meaningless things they just all end in hand jobs <laughs> um i like uh i like working at cafes you know on my laptop you know i find that it's uh it makes me a lot more productive i'm gonna get a lot more done uh when i can't watch porn <laughs> yeah um yeah what about the porn <laughs> yeah because like when i'm at home and on my computer uh, and I take a break and I go on Instagram and I look at some pictures and I see some hot girls and then like, you know, immediately I'm on Pornhub jerking off for the next hour, right? <laughs> Can't do that. Can't do that at the, at the cafe. Um, anyway, but at cafes, you know, the bathrooms are customers only, right? And like sometimes you have to pee and, and I go up to them and I ask them for the key and uh, they give me a fucking spoon. <laughs> right with the key attached to it I'm just thinking about the germs on that fucking spoon right and I take it and I go to the bathroom gender neutral by the way oh yeah gender neutral bathrooms huge win for the guys right like huge win like you know like it's it's the girls bathrooms very clean guys just like the muni basically <laughs> right and now we get in we get the average which is great um but yeah, you know, so I, I, I go to the bathroom and then I open the door and I'm praying that there is some kind of like hook or ledge for me to put that spoon down, right? And convince myself that this is where everybody else puts it down because <laughs> if it's not, then I don't want to think about it. Um, yeah, anyway, so you finish the business. I don't know how to end this joke. Go back to my laptop and stick that spoon in my acai bowl or something <laughs> yeah that's too gross i don't know all right that's that's all that's all cool thanks guys everybody ricky Yeen, yay what's he gonna do with that spoon <laughs> i was really good i thought you had some really good jokes uh the one about the girl of your dreams i thought it was really funny in particular uh when you're Give it just a quick note when you're doing the three examples that you give at the end, like Oprah, Kim K, and I think Judge Judy. Uh, I feel like it'd be funnier if the third example was sort of like a deviation from that. So you sort of gave three that were the same, but like I would give, yeah, Lizzo as an example. Lizzo. Although maybe I don't know that. Yeah, people might get angry if you if you oh. talk. I would say like Medusa, like some crazy fucking like a woman with an arm coming out of her head. You know what I mean? Like last night I dreamt about a girl who didn't have a or you know what I mean? <laughs> Just something about that would be really fucked up to yeah. want to marry. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Or something completely normal like Laura. Uh, like Laura. <laughs> that Laura. Laura. Yeah, I like her, that. You know, I like, like I like the normal. A, like, just yeah. choose a normal name. Like do two that are extreme and then like break it down with just like yeah. a, a, a Laura or whatever. <laughs> well, when you were talking about uh, going to work in a cafe, I, I was immediately like, couldn't it be that that is where you go to watch porn? You're like, I find that I'm more productive in cafes. I can really like settle in with my laptop and focus on the porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I think too, just expanding on the girl of your dreams thing. You could be like, it's you know, I met the, I'm marrying the girl of my dreams. You're saying to your friend, be like, that's meaningless. And then you, you say you have a dream about Oprah, this person, that person. Then be like, if I married them, then that would be amazing. Uh, you know, some, uh, yeah. Um, like Jack said, with those three examples, I think I'd remove Oprah <laughs> and maybe just like have two hot people first, and then like a third yeah, yeah. spin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then for the for the girl of your dreams, I thought it was interesting because I feel like no one marries the girl of their dreams, right? Uh-huh. If you end up marrying the girl of your dreams, like yes, like you, I'm happy for your marriage, but you've for the past thirty years, you probably had really shitty dreams, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> they say I'm a dreamer. All right, thanks. Uh, other comments? Yay, everybody. Ricky, yay, yay. Yay, that's how the joke workshop works. We have two comedians left that are going to get the four-minute treatment, and then we just run into a regular open mic where everybody gets the time that's left in the room. Clap your hands wildly for your next comedian. Everybody, it's Jack Ferguson. <laughs> All right, I just want to let you guys know right off the bat that I'm in the zone right now. So just brace yourself because this is going to be really good. Um, Okay. (laughs) Uh, There was a shooting in Texas a week ago. It was a terrorist came into a church and tried to shoot up the church. And he, there were two people that died, right? There was the terrorist and the person he killed, the first person he shot. He, the terrorist was shot in six seconds by a volunteer security guard who killed him with a shot to the head from a hundred yards away. In six seconds. He immediately, this guy was too ready, right? Like, he was standing on the other side of the church just waiting for something like this to happen, you know? And yeah, it's cool that he, like, saved this church and that nothing bad really happened, but now all of the people in that church have to go to church the next Sunday with this fucking psycho who just murked a guy from a 100 yards with one shot without fucking blinking, <laughs> and he's just standing there with dead eyes, just twitchy. Fu- Everyone knows he has a gun now. This terrorist, this terrorist was killed before most of the people in the church even knew that it wasn't just a car backfiring. You know what I mean? He was killed before people knew that there was a terrorist attack. This guy was so, he was interviewed after the fucking shooting too. And they were like, oh, what's your mind state? He didn't even answer the question. He was like, I just hope that liberals in this country realize that this example proves that Texas gun laws are the superior way to fight terrorism. It's like, dude, what about the member of your church that was just killed by a terrorist? Did that not shake you at all? Like, you just killed a man. Do you not? His eye, he showed no emotion, you know? All right, anyways, uh, I've been watching The Bachelor. The Bachelor is back. Do any of you guys watch that? You're all liars. I know you do. <laughs> or that or you've never had a girlfriend before, which is realistic, actually, in this room. Uh, but I've been watching it. And for those of you who don't know, which I think all of you do, uh, The Bachelor is one guy, dates 27 girls over the course of a couple months. And that's a completely unrealistic scenario, right? Because there's no way that 27 girls would all fall in love with one guy. You know what is a realistic dating show scenario? Shark Tank. 
just four blonde girls sitting on a panel and a guy comes in and gives a PowerPoint presentation about why you should date him, you know? And then the girls evaluate him based on the information he's provided. Like, oh, you're handsome and I liked your dog, but your nose reminds me of my ex and for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> And then she, <laughs> she starts crying because she's thinking about her ex and the other three girls don't even respond to the guy. They're just comforting her like, you're great. You're great. Forget about Nick. What are you even doing still here? Get out of here. Can you see what you did? Get out of here. And the guy walks out. He's like, I don't know what happened in there. I thought my presentation was pretty good. She liked my dog. And then she started crying. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> Thanks. Uh... <laughs> Dude, I feel like just dating, uh, dating is ba basically all the dating is, is uh, finding one person that you fuck with of your preferred gender, right? Just finding one person, which means that every person of your preferred gender that you meet before that either doesn't fuck with you or you don't fuck with them. It's just a long stream of people that you can't stand. That's what dating is, right? Like, why is it so hard to find one person that you fuck with that also fucks with you? You'd think that as a social creature, we would be able to... All right, enough. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Jack Ferguson, everyone. Jack Ferguson. I so enjoyed your big flex at the top where you were like, oh, I'm going to come at you with all this awesome shit. I enjoyed that you like. <laughs> no, it was, that was a joke. I wasn't. No, no, that, it was. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. It's all Thank I'm you. saying. Thank you. And then um, I have this other thing. Open. It wasn't open container law. It's open. Open carry. No, but it was about something else where you were talking. Oh, I can't remember. It wasn't. It was after like one of the first jokes and I had a thing. I'm sorry. I'm fucked up. Go ahead, okay. other people. Um, so I think it's really interesting that, uh, well, this guy definitely supports gun laws as a yeah. way to like <laughs> yeah, yeah. prevent terrorism. But I think it's interesting that he's been going to church this whole time hoping that he can murder someone. Exactly. Yeah. That's the <laughs> funny thing. He was, he was too ready. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> exactly. He was pre yeah, that, I'm going to use that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this dude was in church praying. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh for the for the bachelor scenario, you're saying it's like Shark Tank and the guys. No, Shark Tank are, there's four girls four who are girls. the on the Shark Tank. They're, they're the investors. Okay. And the guy comes in that wasn't clear. No, I got it. I got it. Oh, okay, I just, okay, okay. I just missed it. Um I think it could be interesting if like each of the girls have a character akin to the actual Shark Tank characters, or maybe the ones that like stand <laughs> right. out. So maybe there's like, like a there's girl. the one black one. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he like, <laughs> yeah, she, she says something about Fubu. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, totally on point with I, Shark Tank as well. Yeah, I can definitely see like a Robert, you know, and this guy gets up here. It's like you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The animals, he's like, that's right. nice, but how much money are you? Making? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The Mark Cuban one is the dick, yeah, yeah. or the bitch, I guess. Go ahead. Um, <clears throat> so on the the last one where you're talking about dating and it's like you're trying to find someone that you can fuck with who fucks with you. Mm -hmm. um, 
I think it would be fun to like falsely misattribute that as a quote to someone. So like, wh- wh- who's the most unlikely person? To oh say? yeah, that would be funny. Yeah. Maya Angelou. Confucius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. As Maya Angelou said, I'm just trying to get with someone who'll right. fuck with me. Yeah, just want someone to suck my dick. <laughs> Maya Angelou. There you go. Um, and then. Uh, on, on the the shooter in the church, I, I thought it'd be funny to imagine him at some other church function, like yeah. he brings the good game, potato game salad, night, Bible study, whatever. Like <laughs> yeah. he that would be really dinner. funny. Yeah, 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 I'll write that down. Nice stuff. <laughs> yeah. Les Cummins. <laughs> he's at the other. He's at the board game night and yeah, <laughs> just this, like that's the dude who murked someone. <laughs> he's just standing in the corner at the board game night. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think uh, with the with the Shark Tank joke too. You know how like on Shark Tank they'll do things where they're like, "We're gonna split." Like the two sharks are like, "We're gonna split your company." Yeah, we're just gonna split you for this. Like, yeah, you, you, we get I get you Monday through Wednesday. Like something I feel like something funny can be. That'd be super f- if they both wanted him. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. Clap your hands together, buddy. Jack Ferguson. Yay! 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 This, uh, your next comedian, he's going to be our last comedian with comments. Then we just run it like an open mic through everyone else. Everyone gets time. Please stick around. Thanks for throwing your money in the bucket. I really appreciate it. It makes the station work. Keep your hands clapping for your last comedian with comments. Everybody, it's Ian Berylstein. What's up, everyone? My name's Ian. Um, I love pregnant pauses. Um, my mom is a total helicopter parent. Uh, I, I see her every week, but it's never enough, you know? So she sees me three times a week. Um, <clears throat> one thing that, uh, that I've been thinking about is like, a lot of people think Google is, is creepy. Uh, especially Google Maps, it always knows where you are. I don't think Google Maps is creepy at all. Uh, I love Google Maps. I, I use it to keep track of all of the places where I want to uh, recreationally commit arson. One thing that that really gets me is the the slippery slope argument. You know, like when people say they don't support gay marriage because first thing you let two loving people be together, next thing. Uh, people are going to be marrying animals. And I just think that's such a ridiculous argument. But as a goat fucker, I sure hope they're right. Um, history is uh, is not always a story of, of linear progress. Uh, um, like, in modern times, to know someone is nothing to write home about. But in the Bible, to know someone meant to have sex with them. So clearly knowing someone was more awesome back then. But I don't want to give the impression that everything was better back then because that's not true. Like getting stoned. Getting stoned now is delightful, but getting biblically stoned, most people spent their whole lives trying not to get stoned. And those who did try it once usually quit after the first time. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I'm trying a new diet. And uh, I only eat far away food because when food is far away from you, it's smaller. And that means it has fewer calories. Uh, (laughs) 
let's see. Um, so I, uh, we all live in San Francisco in case you, you were unaware. Um, and many people here are obsessed with optimizing their lives. They want to be more productive, more efficient. Um, they could call it self-improvement, but they don't, they call it life hacks. And I think that's lame, but I, I kind of wanted to be part of it too. So I came up with a few life hacks that I wanted to share with everyone. Um, first, uh, if anyone wears makeup, you can stop, just get it tattooed. Um, here's another one. Uh, some of you probably still brush your teeth. I used to brush my teeth too, but now I just paint them a believable shade of white. Uh, one more, um, and this one is, is not for amateurs. Um, but I, I finally was able to cut going to the gym out of my life. It was taking up way too much time. The secret is just figuring out how to give yourself bicep cancer. That's right, everyone. These guns are malignant. That's my time. Thanks, everyone. Ian, everyone. Yay. I really enjoyed your one-liners. Being a one-liner comic is so difficult because you have to do five times the work of everyone else because <laughs> you're just you, great one-liners. I would say slow down because like Mitch Hedbergian, the goat fucker joke in the beginning, like if you just took that at half speed, it would have been twice as funny because then it gives you the time in between to make that one-liner like stick with your personality, you know, and you can like mug and make eye contact and do whatever because I mean, you're doing, you did like a lot of one-liners in four minutes. So I would say what you did in four minutes should actually be like six, but that's just, they're all, and they're all well, really well written. You just, I would just say, take your time and figure out because the material is really funny. It's just how you perform the material and what you're doing in the in-between times. And I would say slow down and like really use that time and look at people and fuck around with them, you know? Awesome. Thank you. Go ahead, Patty Cakes. I am not living in San Francisco. I'm surviving. Amen. Um, I think the timing thing is uh, a pretty good comment, I guess. Because, uh, like, the, the pregnant pauses thing. Like, when you said pregnant, I honestly immediately thought, you know, some type of weird porn stuff. So I think if you just, yeah, waited for that, like, half second more, it definitely would have landed, like, a little bit more. So, yeah. Thanks. So good, though. This one? Okay. Uh, just to tag, you could say that you're the best goat fucker, the goat of fucking goats. So just in general, like you, you, you do one-liners and stuff like that. So uh, finding the right word economy and just playing around with that is a good idea. Because uh, I've heard you do like the same. I feel, I feel like you've kept it similar. Uh, I think looking for shortcuts and ways to, like shortcuts that work, uh, that still get the same point across would be helpful because getting, you know, from, from your setup to your punchline faster uh, sometimes like helps with, with certain, certain jokes. Yeah, for sure. And were you thinking of a specific one or just kind of general? Just in general, some of it sounded a little too like, sometimes audiences will get 
we'll get we'll you know most like a lot of people just zone off or whatever like and if you if you start sounding like you're talking in prose uh then a lot of the times people will, will kind of just zone off and not we'll start snapping they'll, just, they'll be like yeah, yeah. Hey, and, then, and then they'll just hear goat fucker and then kind of just look up and be like what did he say i don't get it and but yeah. thanks appreciate it Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Ian. Yeah. What are we in right now? We're in an Ian rock block. That's right. Your next comedian. Put your hands together for Ian Langland. Hello, hello. How's everyone doing? Great. I'm kind of bummed. I didn't realize I wasn't going to get advice, but I totally, totally missed the cutoff here. Yeah, but it's okay. Um, I don't know if this surprises anyone, but I'm actually a guy that gets advice like all the time. Uh, totally unwarranted, unsolicited advice. I guess there's just something about my demeanor that's very like, please help me. So um, everywhere I go, I don't know what it is. It's maybe because I look like a little boy or something. It's something like, like if I go to Starbucks, once I go to Starbucks a good amount, and so people will like come up, uh, no, not come up to me, but like I'll be ordering, I'll get a latte, and, she, and the lady will be like, you better be careful, like there's a lot of caffeine in there, you're gonna get a lot of energy, and I'm like, like why the fuck do you think I'm here? Like I, this lady actually said this to me, I'm like, and it's like, first of all, it's a latte, and I know, I did my research, that's two pumps of espresso, okay? That's a whole lot of energy, and I know what I'm getting into, lady. It's double or nothing, okay? I don't need you to tell me that I'm going to get a bunch of energy, all right? I know what I'm getting into, okay? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, oh, by the way, yeah, I do get, <laughs> I do get a grande vanilla latte. Is it a flamboyant drink to get? Yeah. Do I feel like a bitch when I order it? Very much so. But is it delicious? Very. Okay? Uh, it's one of those things, and it's like you got to do that walk of shame when, the, when they call your drink out. It's like, grande vanilla latte for Ian. And you just got to be like, all right. That's me. But I used to do it like that, but now you just got to grab it and make eye contact with everyone and be like, yeah, motherfuckers, I got the vanilla latte. <laughs> Double pump espresso. Okay, callback. <laughs> um, but also in other forms of advice that I get, my friends give me advice for, like, women all the time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that probably shouldn't surprise anyone. Um, but, again, it's like... Uh, completely unwarranted you know the the go-to one is like you know act like an asshole a little bit so you can like use some reverse psychology to make them think that they like you blah 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 but it's like when you look like me and you're like a human stork hybrid and you're an asshole to a girl it's just like <laughs> you're just like a creepy like dick you don't really get the benefits of, of, of what the point of it is supposed to be uh, but yeah that's that's all I got <laughs> You jumped out like a minute before you had to, but you had a great set, you weird little stork boy. Yay! Uh, hey, everybody, just to let you know, I'm hosting Delirium later, so if anyone wants to give me a ride over there, I'll give you a guest set. Put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Pancakes! Thank you. Uh, the, there was a comic before way before and he said that his dad got more pussy than me 
Um, th- that's probably true. Uh, he's been ar- he's been around the block, you know. He's he's had a f- he's had a son at least. That's one uh, that we know of confirmed. I made a resolution this year to make it so no one ever calls me a skinny ass ever again. You can't you can't see it in the radio over the airwaves, but I'm a Lyft driver. I was recently nominated and awarded with the Bay Area's most bumpable comic of 2019. Uh, 2020, man, we made it, yeah, woo, yeah, sure, uh, Joker won a Golden Globe for Best Actor in a Drama or Comedy, that's exactly how I meant to do it, guys, um, and, uh, I interrupted it by telling you how the, it went, Now, I'm going to begin. Instead of bombing sovereign nations, let's let them develop professional sports so that we can have nonviolent resolutions to differing ideals where conflicts may arise. At least that should be the only reason why there's aggression in professional sports. You just bumped into each other, guys. Get over it. Oh, no, someone put a crease in your shoes that you're using for athleticism? Oh, dear my. You're making hundreds of thousands of dollars. You're driving a Rolls Royce. You're not even driving it. The Bay Area. Am I right? Am I right? Who drives here? Who's from the... Wait, who drives? Nobody? Okay, just me. I'm the last one. I'm also the last native of the Bay Area before Google existed. Isn't that sad? And that's that's exactly where Pam has to draw the line. I'm getting too for real. I, well, yeah, one minute to blow blow a hole through society. I have to give homeless people $20 just so I know that they're getting through the night. You know, cost of living in the Bay. That was $3 I put in there. I'm Pancake. Uh, What's behind every great man? What? Uh, A strong, independent woman pegging him. on an ass rape joke just like a professional should put your hands together for your next comedian everybody it's alex Payne. i am uh i'm visiting here from uh new york oh wow thank you i like uh, i like san francisco there are a lot more white homeless people in the city than there are in New York. And every time I see a white homeless person, I think they're a spy. 
You know what I mean? When they ask me for a dollar, I'm like, I don't know. And I give it to the guy, and I just feel like someone's going to jump out and be like, see, he's a socialist. Get him. It's it's I catalog the white homeless. I don't know. That's I sh- not saying that's appropriate, but it's fun. I catalog them like here in San Francisco. I feel like a lot of the white homeless look like Zeus, and then when you go to like New Orleans, all the white homeless people look like Mark Twain. <laughs> I, they do. As they're all writing something. They're, everyone's very talented in New Orleans. Even the fucking, like, the police, I don't know if you guys know this, but, like, in, in New Orleans, the police, they all play instruments. <laughs> you imagine how fucking, how awful that would be? Like, you know, if you were like, oh, man, I just got robbed. And he's like, well, I've got a little song about that. <laughs> People are playing music too loud. Officer, can you do something about this? He's like, oh, that, that was us. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> We had a brass band come in. That's Johnny and the Boys. Uh, that's all I got about that. Let's see. Sometimes I think about uh, like Jesus a lot. Just the idea of Jesus is remarkable to me. Like he's definitely the second most famous person that I think that's ever lived. I think the most famous person that's ever lived is Michael Jackson. I mean, because when you think of them, there's at least like three different phases you can think of. There's like, there's like black Michael Jackson, uh, Puerto Rican lesbian Michael Jackson, and then that Asian lady he turned himself into at the end of his career. And I think Michael Jackson is more popular than Jesus because Michael Jackson won his court case. That's only that's just a fact right there. Can you imagine that shit? Like, Jesus is like, oh, come on, man. This has happened like six times. He's gotten away with it every time. <laughs> I'm the son of God. You, oh, I got a minute. You, that's hard. Can you imagine how hard it would be to convince somebody you're the son of God? <laughs> every day I get up here and try and convince people I'm funny. And every day I see somebody's face where they're like, he don't got it. You know what I mean? It's hard to convince people it's raining outside. You'd be like, bro, it's raining outside. Like, I don't know. My phone don't say that, though. <laughs> I don't think so. Let alone convince someone, son of God. I think everyone is a little racist when it comes to Jesus. Everybody's like, oh, Jesus is Muslim or he is black. Nobody believes Jesus was Chinese. <laughs> and if you think about it, most people in the history of the world have been Chinese. <laughs> All right, I got to go. Thanks. All the way from New York. What a joy and a wonderment to have him here at Mutiny Radio. That was hilarious. Put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. It's Nathan Mosher. Uh, hey. Oh, all right. Let's. I got to unplug this. Um, Hey, uh, it's good to be here as well. Um, I love the Bay. Uh, I'm a I'm a Christian, uh, which is a weird thing to say, uh, especially in comedy uh, or in LA, uh, because if you say that, people look at you like, "Oh, well, you fucking loser! You believe in hope and God?" Like uh, they hate religion. Um, I am. I um, grew up in it, but I I'm, it doesn't make me a good person. Um, it's just like a 
set of beliefs and things I aspire to live my life like. I think people think like Christians are just good people. They're not. I masturbated last night. Like I don't. I don't like. It doesn't mean I uh, want to. That's what I think. I just you know. I feel like for me, porn is like soda. Okay, like I'd like not to drink it, and I know that if I stop drinking it, water will taste better. But it's great, <laughs> and and it's uh, readily available at my house. Um, and water, it, I I stopped drinking soda, and water started tasting good. Did you guys know that that water tastes good? <laughs> I didn't. I thought water tasted like shit. I wrote a whole five minute bit about how shitty water tastes. And then I stopped drinking soda, and I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> this is a great um, drink. So I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't believe porn is the best thing. Um, and people might argue with that. Feminists, some there's feminists that think porn is good. Um, they're like, it's a healthy expression of sexuality. And to that I say... There is a porn channel called Exploited College Girls. That's the name. It's in the title, uh, Exploited. It's not called College Girls Who Could Use the Help. That's not College Girls Who Need Extra Tuition Money, all right? That's not, they don't interview those girls and the first question, so what's your major? That's not what they say. They say, do you like cum on your face? Let's go. Like, that's, <laughs> it's not a good feeling. Uh, I just do it because I have to. That's why I watch porn, all right? I wish I got the real thing. Uh, it's like Jack in the Box, okay? It's sometimes it's close to my house, uh, and it's late. Um, <laughs> every time I drive to Jack in the Box, it's the same goddamn feeling as watching porn. Uh, I, I'm, go I'm driving by it. I'm like, you're better than this. You got food at home. You can wait. And then I'm like, ah, uh, fuck. I'm in the drive-thru. Like, <laughs> ah, shit. He's asking me for my order. Oh, damn it. I ate it, and now I feel bad. <laughs> it's uh, the same exact thing. Um, I had one more little thing to say about porn, um, but I think that I don't need to. Yeah, uh, uh, the ma sorry, I'll just say one last thing. Um, yeah, the weirdest experience with porn recently is uh, I was watching a video, and then I went to go look up the porn star's name afterwards, and it was like, R.I.P. Allie Miller, and I was like, fuck, yeah, and then everyone else below that were like, such a beautiful soul, sharing her talents with the world, rub one out for Allie Miller. <laughs> I'm like, you didn't give a fuck about this girl. <laughs> like, you just, I was like, what do I do? Do I not watch this? And I joined in. So uh, rub one out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, bye. Keep clapping for Nathan and Allie Miller. Rub one out, boys. Yeah. Your next comedian. Clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Kate Chang. Yay. <laughs> We're not uh, we're not doing feedback anymore. It's only for the first twelve. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> eh, fuck it. I'll run through this set anyways. All right, guys. Just a little context for you. Uh, I run a cosplay comedy show where we dress up. And thank you. Yes, and we do it in character. And I need you to practice a little. So for the next four minutes, is it four minutes still? <laughs> okay. Okay. Just please pretend like I am dressed as Super Mario. <laughs> 
I know I'm not, but just pretend like I am and work with me here, guys. Hey, guys, I had a tough time getting here. I got a ticket for littering. Yeah, I threw my banana peel out the Mario Kart. I kind of hate coming to California. Last time I threw a banana peel out, a lady picked it up and said, excuse me, you should really compost this. I got in a fight with Donkey Kong and they were like, excuse me, gorillas are an endangered species. Somebody sees my Yoshi and they're like, excuse me, is that a rescue? Should really get a rescue. Little about 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 me, Super Mario, as I am currently dressed as Super Mario. Uh, uh, I I like to eat mushrooms for the same reason that a middle-aged man uh, takes Cialis to get bigger, guys. <laughs> to get bigger. But then I realized, hey, I fight flying turtles and ride around on a dinosaur. Maybe I've been taking the wrong kind of mushrooms. Guys, uh, what else do I have? I'm just going to roast all of my rivals. Sonic the Hedgehog, have you ever seen a fast hedgehog? No, that's not a hedgehog. That is stitched on cocaine, all right? A Goomba, a Goomba, an angry mushroom. That is a, that's just, just an angry turd emoji, guys. Bowser, Bowser, why does he wear spikes and a collar? He looks like an S&M Ninja Turtle. No, Bowser, I don't want to go into your dungeon. Bowser's next level will be the Folsom Street Fair. Yes. Hey, guys, have y'all ever played Dr. Mario? Oh, okay, yes, that's right. I am a doctor. I have a degree in philosophy, yes. Why do you think I collect gold coins? It's because I'm trying to pay off my student loans. <laughs> guys, it's rough. Uh, I'm also a plumber because I have a degree in philosophy. I need something that'll pay the bills. Uh, sometimes I use the Mario Kart as an Uber. Please give Mario five stars. This is the point where I pass out some stars. Uh, and I to tell you, I parked my Mario Kart out there in Oakland, and it sucks because my windows got broken in too. I know that joke doesn't make any sense because go-karts do not have windows. Uh, what else did I have here? Okay, hey, so everybody knows uh, I got the baddest woman in all the Mushroom Kingdom, Princess Peach, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. I like to slide down her tubes, yeah, uh-huh. Every time I thrust a little coin cops up, like ding, ding. <laughs> what, is this joke too dirty for you guys? I'm a plumber, I'm into toilet humor, okay? Guys, one? Okay. Uh, some of y'all know my brother is Luigi. Got a lot of other famous relatives, too. You know my uncle? Yeah, yeah. Monopoly guy. Yeah, Monopoly guy. Uh, like a lot of rich people, sometimes he goes to jail. Doesn't have to stay there. Turns out the get-out-of-jail-free card is actually just white privilege. That's the... Uh, uh, and that's it. That's it. Thank you, guys. So that was three minutes and 30 seconds, just so you know. Okay. You said you wanted to do four. I was just letting you know. All right. We have two comedians left here on the Joke Workshop. Clap your hands together for Cody Abe. Hey, okay. Uh, how's everybody doing? You guys doing good? That's awesome. 
uh i'm feeling i'm feeling good because i just got back from vacation i feel refreshed uh i went back to work uh my coworker stops me like right in the middle and he's just like dude where you been and i was like uh vacation uh feeling pretty good and he's like oh really because uh i thought you quit and i was just like "Ooh." like is that the vibe that i give off all the time and he's like no 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 uh it's just that you know like somebody you know whenever somebody leaves for like a long period of time and doesn't talk to me uh before they leave i just assume that they quit and i'm uh, like okay dude you probably have a lot of abandonment issues we're gonna have to settle this right now like uh tell me uh how, how, how have you been feeling like do you do you do you, there's a whole part for, to that that I don't want to go into. Um, and uh, so yeah, I, I recently went home, but uh, I do I did I did feel like quitting for a little bit because uh, I just I was dating this girl uh, coworker, and uh, it just got to this very like I it was it was like awesome at first, but it just got to this dangerous place where I just liked being at work too much, you know, uh, like. Like she was always there, you know, and I was just, you know, I would be there doing some photocopies like I'm doing photocopies at work and I'm getting my dick sucked. What is this? What's going on right now? Like, this is great. And um, I'm just kidding, guys. I, I, I don't get my dick sucked at work. That's gross. Only over the pants stuff is what happens. That's where that's where we go. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I told her that joke, that girl, uh, and she immediately cut it off with me. But she was like, "Why? Why would you? Why would you say that? That's that's not even true. That that like w- our our relationship was based off of more than just sex." And I was like, "No, it wasn't. Like it was a hundred percent just based on sex. Like uh, every time we hooked up, you would just leave immediately. There was no pillow talk. I mean, like I I didn't even get to come. Like you just left. Okay." <laughs> <laughs> and she was like that's not true and I was like that's we didn't get to we didn't even get to talk about our feelings afterwards like what's the deal with that like what uh, she didn't like that joke needless to say but I mean we didn't even get to uh, like you know we just didn't we didn't need to we didn't even get to go like deep you know like like I we didn't get to get deep like I it was so shallow. Like I, I still couldn't even get that deep into her. Um, I don't know. There was that, I messed up that joke so bad. Okay. That part. Uh, what else? Um, Hey, uh, I just want to say this. I just, I'm going to say this at the end of like every open mic set from now on. Like fuck the guy who said that lavender smells good. Like, yeah. Okay. Thank you. everyone yay hell yeah oh my gosh we have one last comedian keep those claps claps happening keep it all going because he's been here and you've been here and you're all amazing and clap it up yourselves and him as well everybody your last comedian of the night vishal call it's me Hey everybody my name is vishal i'm a good indian boy as we all know you know i work in tech hate muslims <laughs> All that good stuff. No, that's a lie. Uh, good Indian boy. Yeah, I call my mom every day. That last part's a lie. I call my mom every day. The only thing she wants to talk to me about is uh, where I am on the marriage spectrum, where I am with respect to that. And as a 25-year-old guy living in this city, I just want to know how she thinks that conversation will go. You know, I'd be like, hey, mom, sorry to call you at 2 a.m. Just want you to know I smashed. She's not the one. <laughs> Goodbye. Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> my mom is very traditional, traditional Indian mom. Uh, she's like, Vishal, you have to get married by 27, kids by 30, but don't kiss or date. I'm like, what is this, algebra? <laughs> How do I solve for sex? <laughs> Uh, we were talking about Mario a little bit ago. I think Mario has big dick energy, man. Big dick energy. Because game after game, Bowser tries to steal his girl, fuck with him. And this dude has the cojones to look at him in the eye and go, come ride go-karts with us. <laughs> I can do that shit, man. Uh, I think the hardest part about living in San Francisco is getting takeout food. Because uh, you got to walk back home with the thing, make an eye contact with a million homeless people, and go, yeah, this isn't for you. <laughs> this is for my fat tech job ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, whenever an actress comes out as a feminist, it makes the news. I don't really think that's news, guys. That's not newsworthy. You know what would be news? It'd be like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Breaking news. Actress Meryl Streep says she hates other women. <laughs> they all suck. <laughs> Plus, she thinks she should play every role in Hollywood. Coming this winter, actress Meryl Streep is Dolomite. <laughs> I think we have a clip of that. I'm not Rudy Ray, mama. I'm Dolomite now. I'm, Meryl Streep is so good at acting that she could do a better job of me playing her playing Dolomite than I did. <laughs> um, I am a, I'm an anxious person, and I know when I, people talk about mental health stuff on stage, uh, people get like fucking show off. But, <laughs> uh, but it is, some people are surprised because I don't see very anxious on stage. You know, that's not my persona. But also, Bill Cosby seemed like not a rapist, so. <laughs> If you're wondering, I am very anxious making that joke. Uh, I take drugs for my anxiety. You guys know the one, uh, Advil, right? Because you pop a bunch of Advil and you're like, I am not anxious anymore. I was just hungover. Thanks, Advil. <laughs> I'm thinking about cutting down on drinking, actually, though, in the new year. Um, but then my dick's like, it got you laid once, bro. I'm like, good looking out, bud. <laughs> thinking about cutting down on drinking because I went to SantaCon. Anybody else? An idiot? Okay, just me. <laughs> SantaCon, if you don't know, is uh, St. Patrick's Day with a different color hat. That's all it is. Uh, I think I'm out of time, right? Thank you so much, guys. Vijay Call, everyone! Yay! Well, that was the joke workshop. That was great. I'm glad we got through 19 comics tonight, and I hope everybody had a good time. Uh, I have to head over to, to Delirium. I'm supposed to host. If anyone wants to give me a ride, that would be amazing. Uh, but I'm going to get over there. Anyways, thanks so much for being here tonight in the joke workshop. Thanks for donating. Please download our app on the iPhone app place that you download that shit from and follow us on instagram at mutiny radio sf this has been joke workshop thanks for being here bye these things just took over me it's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th 
2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Law Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Chromatic Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834.
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch What's happening? This is your boy, Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people 